the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. I'll be with you for the next hour, taking your calls and talking about the Bible. Yes, this is a live program. We're here in studio, and we're ready to take your calls. We're ready to to, to get before the Lord in prayer. And speaking of prayer, I'd like to open the program, as always, in prayer. So would you join me right now? Would you pray with me? Would you pray for me and for all the listeners, and that the, that the Lord would just have his way tonight. As always, we want to just put this before the Lord. Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank you for this hour. Thank you for this time, this opportunity that we have, Lord, to be right here at your feet, in your presence. Lord, I pray that you would just use this time to reach your people, Lord, through prayer, through your word, through ministering to your people, Father, I just pray, Lord, that you would be glorified in this next hour. Holy Spirit, I invite you. You are so welcome to take over, to lead us and guide us into the presence of our Father, our awesome and mighty God. I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm glad you could join us tonight. We'll be here for the next hour taking your calls and talking about the Bible and praying for your prayer requests and just seeking God for, for all of his uh, blessings and all of his desire for what he's doing tonight. So if you'd like to call in tonight, you know, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. You know, what's going on in your life right now that you need the Lord to to, to step in and make a change? What's going on right now? What circumstance? What situation? What sickness? What illness is plaguing you, your family, somebody you know? Let's bring it before the Lord in prayer. Look what the Bible tells us. Look what God's desire is for you and for me. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. Yes, he says, he's, this is his promise, this is his word, that his desire for us, his plan for us is for our good, for our welfare, for our future, for our hope. But we need to come to him in prayer. He says, then you will call upon me and come to me and pray to me. And I will listen to you. I will listen to you. I will hear your prayers. You know, another scripture that I always quote is in First John. It says, this is the confidence that we can have before him. That when we pray according to his will, we know that he hears us. And if we know he hears us, we know that we have the requests that we ask of him. What's your request tonight? What do you desire? What's on your heart? Call in tonight and say, let's pray, Sammy. Let's pray. Here's, my, here's, here's what's going on. Let's bring it before the Lord. So if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if you want to stand in the, in the gap for somebody, somebody who's in the hospital, somebody who's sick, then call in tonight. If you know somebody who needs God to move in their life, I invite you, call in tonight. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight eight eight. Nine nine five 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 two for the live on the air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if there's something you want to bring before the Lord, call in tonight. 
And how about your Bible questions? Is there anything you're wondering about tonight about Scripture, about the cults, about the occult? If you have a question tonight, something you want to ask about Scripture, something you want to ask about theology, something you want to ask about doctrine, whatever's on your mind tonight, whatever topic, whatever subject, whatever's, whatever's, uh, whatever's on your mind, just call in tonight. Let's talk about it. Let's seek the Lord. Let's seek the Word of God for the answer to your question, whether it's on the Bible, uh, doctrine, theology, the cults, the occult, uh, whatever's going on, whatever you're wondering about. Maybe you heard a sermon, a, a, a teaching, or something, and you want to, and you just want to seek the Lord and ask the Lord on uh, about your question. The number is one eight eight eight. Nine nine five 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 two. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm hearing something in my headphones. And I'm just a little distracted. Number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two for the live on air calls. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two for the live on air calls. There we go. The, the, I just I uh, had my. I needed to change something on our on our Studio B uh, call lines. So anyway, call on tonight with your with your prayer requests, with your questions, with your testimonies, praise reports. Number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552. Um, also, I'd like to remind you, you know, we're getting together every uh, Friday night for prayer and for worship. So if you're in the Arcadia area, if you're in a Pasadena area, and you're looking for some place to pray and seek the Lord and worship on Friday nights, we'd love for you to come out to Arcadia and be with us on Friday nights at 8 o'clock. We get together to just seek the Lord, to seek Him in prayer, to seek Him in worship, uh, to seek Him in His Word. We're starting a, a new study. We've been in, uh, we're in 1 Corinthians uh, the first chapter we just did that last night, and uh, we're starting. We're, we're we're just starting a new study. We'll be in the in the study of First Corinthians for the next fifteen weeks. So it's a great time to start coming out uh, to the L.A. Gypsy Church in uh, Arcadia. We're at eight hundred five North First Avenue. That's eight hundred five North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia, and you can come out on Friday nights at eight o'clock. We get together. So come out. Uh, it's easy to get to. You just uh, get off, get on the 210 freeway, get off at Santa Anita Avenue, go north one block to Foothill Boulevard, make another right, and you'll see us. Uh, you'll see First Street, make another right, and you'll see us on the right-hand side at 805 North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia at the corner of Forest and First um, Again, uh, I don't know what's going on. There's, I hear the, the phone ringing. I don't know if you can hear that, but it's very distracting. So let's, uh, let's go to our first uh, caller, and we're going to talk to Lloyd. Hi, Lloyd. You're on the air. How you doing? Uh, I'm fine. Good evening, brother. Good evening. Uh, it's good to talk to you, man. Yeah, it's good to talk to you. This is the first time I've called, and um, um, I listen to KKLA all the time, but usually not at... 12 o'clock at night, or oh, I'm pretty much asleep. But, <laughs> most um, people are. Yeah, like most people are, you know, with good sense and everything. But um, um, my girlfriend and I have come out of addiction uh, 30 mm-hmm. years almost and 35 years, something like that. And so uh, she's struggling really hard right now. And um, so we're on a walk right now. We're taking a walk. We prayed before we went to bed. And... Uh, she's struggling, and so we're on a walk right now. So we're just trying to make sure that we don't give room. The Bible says to give no place to the devil. That's right. And make no provision for the flesh. So just to keep it honest, uh, we we stopped smoking cigarettes, stopped drinking alcohol, stopped smoking crack, and she smoked a cigarette yesterday mm-hmm. in the flesh because she was upset about something, and then she smoked a couple more today mm-hmm. just fulfilling that need because she opened the door again to that craving. And so anyway, I'm just keeping it real. Like I'm, I'm talking with her right now. And so, uh, we need prayer that she would not give in to that temptation because we understand 
that the temptation comes from the devil, not from God. Well, Lord, I want to commend you, man, for, for being open and transparent and reaching out and asking for prayer. I want to commend you for getting out and, and, and taking a walk and changing uh, your circumstance, you know, and, and, and just getting out there and, 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 and replacing uh, a, a bad habit with, with, with a good, with something good. And it's, it's good to get out there. So let's pray, and then I want to talk to you a little bit about it. Father, I just thank you, Lord, for, for Lloyd, and I thank you for, for his girlfriend, Father. I thank you, Lord, for the desire, Lord, to follow you more closely and to, to, to get out of addiction, Lord, whether it's drugs, alcohol, uh, tobacco, Lord. I thank you, Father, for their yeah. desire, Lord, to be free from any type of addiction, Lord, anything that would chain them down and keep them, Lord, from following you in a closer manner, in a closer way, Lord. So I just pray, Lord, for strength and power, the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord, to release them, to break the chains of bondage, Lord, that they would just follow you totally and completely, Lord, Father, that whenever a craving would come, Lord, that they would replace that craving, Father, with with, with a good behavior, Lord, whether it's prayer, Lord, whether it's walking, whether it's whatever, Father. But I just pray, Lord, that you would give them the opportunity, that you would give them the strength, that you would give them, Father, the, the, the steadfast desire, Lord, to break the addiction, Lord, to break the chains. And it's not by power nor by might, nor by might but by your spirit. So you have yes. said, Lord. Yes. So I pray, yes. Lord, that you would just give them that power, that ability, Lord, through the power of your spirit, Lord, to do all that is needed, Lord, to break the chains of chemical addiction, Lord, of any yes. type of addiction, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hey, amen. listen, Lord, I want to commend you again, man, for, for, for reaching out and asking for prayer. But I want to ask you something. Yes. Are you part of any type of program do you have uh, any anybody you can you can reach out to uh, a, a meeting you know where you and your girlfriend can go like Alcoholics Anonymous or or, or a, a drug rehab uh, meeting or somebody because you need to lean on people you need to lean on other brothers and sisters in the Lord you need to lean on people that that are out there that are willing to help you that are willing to be with you that are willing to talk to you on a daily basis pray with you on a daily basis you know just a, an accountability group. You know, somebody where you can say, you know, hey, I messed up today or I gave in today or, you know, somebody that can help you stay accountable and just do everything that you need to do, man. Because, you know, the first thing I ask anybody who's involved with addiction is what are you willing to do and how far are you willing to go to take care of this situation? So it, it, it takes a commitment, man. It really does take a commitment to other people, to other Christians, to, to your brothers and sisters who are out there who have been where you are right now and can help you get where they are, you know, right. in, breaking the, in breaking this terrible bondage. So Yeah, and so, yeah, and so to answer your question, uh, we, we, we joined uh, church last year. We uh, got baptized last year at uh, Southside Church of Christ over here in South LA on Manchester and Harvard. Mm-hmm. And so we uh, were regular members, and then we got sidetracked. And so we came back and we got sidetracked again. So we're on our way back again. But to say this, yes, we have people that are in our lives Good. that have been where we are, who are strong. And so we're going to be making contact and connected with them. But also there's right down from my house, um, they have a uh, 12-step meeting um, every Wednesday at 730. Well, that's awesome, man. Get plugged in, get involved, and, and, and you know, keep, keep going the way you're going. Okay, we'll do, man. We appreciate. It. What's your name, brother? My name is Sam. Sam Nicholas. Sam Nicholas, brother Nicholas. I appreciate your prayer and uh, thank you for being faithful to the Lord and what you're doing with this hotline. Thank, thank you, man. God bless. Thanks for God your call. You All right. Let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Carol. Hi, Carol. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Um. Hello. Yes. Hello. You're on the air. You're on yes, the you're hi. on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi, um, this is my first time calling. Um, I'm um, calling for prayer. Um, I moved here from to, to L.A. from Chicago almost two years ago, mm-hmm. and um, I'm going through a lot. <laughs> um, I'm under heavy attack. Um, I'm asking, um, I'm wondering what direction God wants me to go in. I don't know if I just stay in L.A., or I know not to go backwards. Um, I want to go forward. Mm-hmm. 
but I just feel like I'm just under heavy attack, and it's just causing me not to trust. It's causing me to worry, live in fear. You know, just I don't, at this point, I feel like I'm just struggling by myself. And, you know, I know God brought me here, mm -hmm. but I'm not sure if I um, need to move forward or, or what. But it's just causing me to, you know, anger, bit everything. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm, I'm struggling um, emotionally. Well, you know, well, and I'm not, it's causing me, I'm sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. You guys finish your thought. Hello? Yes, I'm here. I just wanted you to finish your thought. You know, the, the book of James tells us that, you know, we should ask God for wisdom. And he tells us in James chapter 1. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Ask in faith, without doubting. Yeah. For the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. That man ought not to expect anything from the Lord. We can ask. We can ask for wisdom. We can ask in confidence. We can come to the Lord, and he will direct and guide your steps. Carol, I just yeah, want to—I just want to encourage you that God loves you; He hasn't abandoned you. And even though you're going through a lot right now, He's got a lot in store for you. And you are going to go forward, and you are—you are going to be blessed, and you are going to just receive God's love. You've already received God's love, but now receive mm -hmm. God's God's wisdom in Jesus' name, Father. I just pray, Lord, for mm -hmm. for Carol right now and everything she's going through, Lord. Lord, you've never abandoned her. Lord, you've never abandoned any of us. You said that you would be with us to the ends of the to the ends of the world, to the ends of time, Lord. To, 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 that you would never leave us or forsake us, Father. And I thank you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy. But most of all, Lord, I thank you for wisdom, and that we can come and ask you for wisdom, Lord. We can ask you, Lord, that you would lead us, Holy Spirit, that you would guide us. And I just pray for Carol right now, Lord, that you would lead her, that you would guide her, that you would order her steps that you would light her path, Lord, so that she would be able to see clearly, Lord, where she should go, what she should do, Lord, and how she can better serve you for your kingdom, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that she would be a blessing to everyone that she comes into contact with, that the power of God would move in her life and do abundantly, Lord, all that you desire to do in her and through her, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank God, you. God bless you, Carol. And you, you just stay faithful to the Lord because he's faithful to you. He's faithful, and he will do all that he, all that he desires, and it's all good. It's all good. He's Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. I encourage you to Help. read that scripture and memorize that scripture because he's going to use that scripture in your life. Okay? Okay. Thank you, sir. God bless Thank you. God bless you. Good night. Bye-bye. Let's go back to the phone lines. And if you'd like to call in for prayer, if you need prayer, or if you know somebody who needs prayer, if you have a question about the Bible or Christianity or the world religions or whatever's on your mind tonight, call in. The number is 1-888-995-5552. We've got two lines open right now. 1-888-995-5552 for the live on-air calls. Yes, we're here. We're live and we'll pray with you for your prayer requests. We'll seek the Lord's word for the answer to your question. And speaking of questions, let's go to Alex right now. Hey, Alex, you're on the air. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Thanks for calling. How can we help you? Hi, Sam. Good, uh, good evening. Good evening. Uh, I just, I just want to ask a question regarding uh, uh, the doctrine of the divine election. Okay. And uh, just like what it says in uh, Ephesians 1, 4, that, that God chose us in him before the beginning of time. Mm -hmm. So does that mean that there are already people who are chosen already to be saved and there are people who are not chosen to be saved? Can you explain that to me? Well, like you said, it says in, uh, in Ephesians, the first chapter, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us, with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we would be holy and blameless before him. 
Now, what has he elected us to? Why, how has he chosen? He, what has he chosen us to? He has chosen us to be holy and blameless before him. Now, the, 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 the true question is on what basis has he chosen us? You know, election, he's elected us, he's chosen us. The, these words are synonymous. They're the, 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 they mean the same thing, to be elected or chosen. But on what basis has he chosen us out of, out of, out of his just a whim, like he's just chosen some to be saved and some to, to, to be lost? No, no, uh, Alex, that's not, that's not what, what, what God has done. He's chosen us on the basis of our free choice. He knew before the beginning of time, he knew before we were born, the choices that we would make in our life. And he knew that we would respond to the promptings of the Holy Spirit to, become, to, come, to, to come and ask for forgiveness and to, to choose Christ. He knew that we would choose Christ. He knew that out of our free will, we would respond to the promptings of the Holy Spirit to repent and seek to seek him. And that's, under, that's the basis that he's chosen us. That's the basis that he's elected us. Remember, he doesn't say that he, that he died for some. No, he died for all. He said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, so that whoever would believe in him, would not perish, but have eternal life. The free gift of, of salvation is available to all people, to all humanity. But, the, the, but, but not all will choose to be saved. You know, God chooses us on the basis of our choices. He chooses us on the basis of whether or not we will receive salvation. So I hope that, I hope, I hope that helps you, Alex, and... Uh, I hope that answers your question. Oh. So, so I mean, because it, it clearly says there. He, he, so that that does not mean he he chose this already because the, the, it says that the name will be in the book of life. Yes, our names are in the book of life. Those who are chosen. Those who have those who have responded to Christ. Those who have responded to the invitation of God to receive salvation, their names are written in the, in the Lamb's book of life. And he says that he knew us, he knew what we would do before the foundation of the world. It's just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. So before the foundation of the world, he knew all those who would receive Christ. And he wrote those names, he's written those names down in the Lamb's book of life but not on the basis of his uh, of being capricious, like he just chooses some in a whim and chooses others in another whim, some to be saved and some to, to go to hell. He doesn't do that. That would, not, that. that would not be in line with the character, the nature of God. He chooses us on the basis of Christ. He has chosen us to be holy and blameless in Christ. Does that make sense? Uh huh. But uh, uh, as far as I'm, I don't know if I'm uh, thinking this is right because he is God, right? Yes. So he's got all the right to choose. He's got all the right. He's got all the power. But he's also yeah. just. And we, we and we cannot question that, right? His his we cannot question it because his 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 uh, his judgments are all just. He doesn't make an unfair or unjust judgment. Do you understand what just I'm saying? Like he, just like he chose uh, Israel, the he, Jews. Well, as a, as a, on what basis? Why did he chose? Why did he choose Israel? Did I don't know. I mean, uh, <laughs> I, because I'm just curious about I. I I'm curious about my salvation. Mm-hmm. You know, well, he chose. That's the bottom line. Here's the thing: on what? Well, why did he choose Israel? Well, why did he choose Abraham? He chose Abraham because Abraham. He knew Abraham would exercise faith. Abraham would get up from where he lived in in Ur, and he would move. He would he would he would move to a place that was promised to him. He also knew that Abraham would sacrifice. Isaac on an altar. He, he would be willing to sacrifice Isaac on an altar. And on that basis, he chose Abraham. And through Abraham, he brought forth Isaac and Jacob and the 12 tribes of Israel. 
And it wasn't because they were special in any way, but God chose them because he wanted to bring forth his son. He was bringing forth the Messiah. He was preparing the way for Jesus Christ. And he chose Abraham because Abraham was a man of faith. And he chose Israel to exercise their faith. And so many times Israel Israel uh, failed. They didn't follow God. So, so, and in spite of their and in spite of their unfaithfulness, he was faithful to bring forth the Messiah through Israel. So you're saying there's no such thing as he chose people before the beginning of time. Yes, I believe he did. It says that he chose us before the foundation of the world. Mm-hmm. He knew who would receive Christ. He knew those who would be faithful. He knew all of those who would endure to the end. And he chose us on the basis of that, of his, of his, of his uh, uh, being able to see. He sees, you know, he sees the beginning and the end at the same time. There's no difference to him. You know, he knows, mm-hmm. he sees, he, he's, not, he's not limited to time. You know, we mm-hmm. we only see the the past. We can't see the so future. He, God sees the so future. He only, he only he also knows who are the people who will not be saved. Yes, he does. He knows who will be saved, and he knows who will not be saved. But it's not those people are not uh, not saved because he chose them not to be saved. They are not saved because they rejected Jesus Christ. It's on our own uh, acceptance or rejection of Jesus Christ that God bases our salvation. God provided everything that is needed for salvation. It's up to us to choose, Alex. Do we choose Christ or do we choose the world? Do we so choose to follow chosen, God or we do, do we choose to follow the flesh? If you're not chosen, there's nothing you can do. That's not true. That's not true because God does not... Uh, uh, limit your choice. He does not limit. He honors your free choice. You have the free choice to receive or reject Jesus Christ. If you receive Christ, then you're chosen. You're elected. You're predestined for heaven. If you reject Christ, then you've made your choice to be separated from God here on earth, and he will honor that choice even in eternity. So if you say, so once you're saved, you're saved. Once you've received Christ, you are saved. Once you have been born again, you're saved. But uh, according to the Hebrew 6, 4, even there are people who are tasted, says they tasted the, you know, they, they, they all worship God, they do mm-hmm. everything, and they're still falling Well, it away. says, it says, it says this, and it says, um, and this we, it, here, in the case of those who have once been enlightened, okay, look at this phrase, they have once been enlightened, they have uh-huh. understood the, the plan of salvation, uh-huh. and they have tasted of the heavenly gift the gift of salvation, uh-huh. and have been made partakers of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has come and lived in them, okay? Uh-huh. And they've tasted of the good word of God. They've, they've, uh-huh. they've received all of the blessings of God. God did uh-huh. not withhold any blessing from them, okay? Uh-huh. And then have fallen away, okay? They have fallen away. Now, it doesn't say that, they were, that, 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 that God rejected them. It says they chose to fall away. They knew God. They've tasted of God, they've tasted of the Holy Spirit, and then they have fallen away. It is impossible to renew them again to repentance since they once again crucify themselves, they crucify to themselves the Son of God and put him to open shame. Again, they reject Christ. It's the, it's the person's free will. See, that's the basis, Alex. That's what we've got to get down to. It's man's free will to either accept, receive, or reject Jesus Christ. So in the first place, they're not, they're not actually saved. Well, some people say, to my, to my reading, they were saved, and then they fell away. You can't fall away from something that you, okay. that you haven't been at yet. Okay. They fell away. Okay, Alex? 
Okay, thank you very much, Sam. Th- thank, thank you, you Alex. Thanks for the call. Okay. Let's go back to the phone lines and let's talk to Eric. Hey, Eric, you're on the air. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help you tonight? Hi, Sam. Can you pray for me? Sure. I'm still masturbating and smoking. Well, let's pray. Sam, this, this demon is still tempting me. These voices are you know, still harassing You know, Eric, I, 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 I believe that the, that the enemy and demons, they can tempt you. But your flesh can yeah. also tempt you, Eric. You know, okay. it's your. A lot of times, it's it's your flesh. It's our flesh that tempts us, okay. the the most harshly. You know, uh, okay. you know the Bible tells us. But he's tempting me a little. You know, but the, the Bible tells us in Corinthians, First Corinthians, in First Corinthians, I believe it's the tenth chapter. Hold on, let me go there. Uh, let me see here. Uh, it, it's. Corinthians 10, well, it says that no one is tempted beyond what they can endure, Eric. But with each each temptation, God gives the way of escape. So a lot of times we're tempted by our own fleshly desires, Eric. It might not be a demon. It might not be Satan. It might not be the world. A lot of times it's your own temptation. It's your own flesh. So... We turn to God, and you're doing the right thing. You're asking for prayer. But when you're tempted, turn to God. Turn to God in that temptation. Yeah. Before you give in to that temptation, turn to God yeah. in prayer. So, Father, I just pray for Eric right now, Lord, that you would open his mind and open his heart to your word, to your power, the power of your Holy Spirit, Father. I just pray that you would fill him, Lord. Fill him with the power of your Holy Spirit to be able to withstand temptation, Lord, and to defeat temptation. Lord, not by his own power, but by the power of your spirit, the power of your word, the power of you in his life, Lord. I pray, Lord, for the defeat of the flesh, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that you would close his ears to any uh, outside uh, uh, influence, Lord, by Satan or by the world or by demons, Lord. Lord, I pray that you would close his ears, Lord, and close his mind to their whispers or to their, to their, to their, to, to their temptations, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that you would give him power, Lord, power to, to overcome temptation, Father. It's such a, there's so much evil in the world. There's so much evil in our own flesh, Lord. I just pray, Father, that you would overcome evil with good, overcome temptation with the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord, and that you would give Eric, Lord, the ability through your power to do all that you desire to do in his life. And I pray in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Okay, you, Eric. Man. God bless you, my friend. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Good night. Let's go back to the phone lines. But before we do, let me give you the the, the, the number here. If you have if if you have a prayer request, if you have a need that you want to bring before the Lord for yourself, for a loved one, for somebody you know who's ill, we want to pray with you. We want to pray for you. We want to stand in that gap and just get before the Lord to to just bring your request to God. Because when we bring our requests, we know that we have Him to answer us. He's going to answer. He's going to answer every prayer. He does. He promised it. He promised that when we seek him with all our heart, we will find him, declares the Lord. So call in tonight with your prayer request. Call in tonight with your question or testimony. Number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552. We're going to go to our next caller and talk to Jeffrey. Hi, Jeffrey. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hello. Hello. Hey Jeffrey, yeah, how you doing? Doing okay. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. I listen to you guys on Graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry you have to be yeah. up this late working, but thank God you got a job. Yeah, thank the Lord. Um, I like to pray that the Lord bless me with a, a better paying job and um, help me out with my relationship with my um, family members and um, help me to deal with anger a little bit, a lot, and. Um, I like to pray for all the veterans because I'm a veteran. And um, thank you for your service, for Jeffrey. You're welcome, and pray for our country. Amen. Father, we just come before you, Lord, and I thank you for Jeffrey, Lord. I thank you for his service. I thank you for all the veterans who've given of themselves, Lord, to serve this country and to protect our freedoms, Lord. I ask, Lord, that you would bless each and every one of them, Lord, that you protect our military service that are currently overseas, Lord, and, 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 and walking 
Lord, just just in danger, uh, uh, putting their lives on the line, Father. I just thank you. I thank you for our military. I thank you for our servicemen and women, Lord, that are doing such a tremendous job. And Lord, I pray for the veterans, Lord, that are are, are that come home, Lord, and have injuries and injuries of the of the in the body and even injuries, Lord, in the soul, Father. I think of the post-traumatic stress, Lord. And I just pray, Father, for all the veterans, Lord, that you would protect them, that you would heal them, and that you would do abundantly, exceedingly, Lord, beyond what we ask, Lord, for these men and women who serve others. Lord, I pray for for Jeffrey, Father. I thank you, Lord, that he's working. But I pray, Lord, for your prosperity in his life, Lord that you would lead him and guide him, Father, and that you would give him opportunities, Lord, to excel, opportunities to increase, Lord, in wealth and in riches and in his opportunity in his career, Father. I just pray, Lord, your blessings upon him, Father. Lord, that there would be so much blessing that he wouldn't be able to hold it all for himself, that he would have to just be generous and share it with others, Lord, and be able to just bless others with the amount of wealth that, and, and, and gifts that you give him, Father. I pray, Lord, that you would use him in a mighty way, Father. And one way, Lord, that I pray is, Lord, that you would minister to him about anger. You tell us, Lord, to be angry but not to sin, not to let our anger turn to sin. Lord, I pray, Father, that that, that Jeffrey, Lord, would, would receive meekness. And I remember what you taught me this week, Lord, that meekness is power under control. Lord, I just pray, Father, that you would keep, Jeffrey, Lord, under your control, the control of the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit would lead him and guide him. And Father, that he would show gentleness, meekness, but all of that, Lord, in the power of your Holy Spirit, all of that in the wisdom and guidance of who you are and what you teach him and what you minister to him, Father. I just pray all of this in the mighty name of Jesus, and we thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Hey, it's always a pleasure talking and calling you guys for prayer, man. Thank you, Jeffrey. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for reaching out. God bless. All right. You have a good night. God bless you, brother. God bless. Um, I just want to mention Carol uh, wants prayer for uh, her daughter and everyone in her home. Her daughter has autism, OCD, uh, and and, uh, I guess there's some things going on. So, Father, we just pray for Carol right now, Lord. We bring her before you, Lord, that you would just give her, Lord, the blessings of your power, the blessings of your wisdom, the blessings of a, 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 a of a mighty God who's able to do all that we desire him to do, all that we need him to do. And you do, Lord. And I pray for her daughter, Lord, that, that you would heal this child from autism, Lord, and that you would just bring her into a sound mind, into a right way of thinking, Lord. Father, that every day would there would be an improvement and every day, Lord, that there would be a blessing. And every day, Lord, there would be the manifestation of your power in Carol and her daughter's life. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, uh, let's go. Let's take a few more calls. We're going to talk to Jeremiah. Hey, Jeremiah, you're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hey, Sammy. How you doing? God doing okay. You. Yes. Uh, could you pray for me? Because you know my need. And pray for my mother. And uh, I wanted to tell you thank you for going to Nancy and pray for her. Oh, it was a, you know, I was I was glad that we was able to that we were able to go and spend time with uh, Nancy and Lonnie. Guys. It was a, it was okay. Good. She said the heart attack did thirty percent damage to her heart, but we know God okay. can heal her. We know God can heal her. So, Father, I just thank you, Lord. Thank you for Lonnie and Nancy. Thank you for Nancy's healing, Lord. I just pray, Lord, your continued blessing upon Lonnie and Nancy. We pray for Jeremiah and his mom, Lord. You know their needs. You know their desires, Lord, their their need for a home, a place, an apartment, a house, Lord. Wherever you desire them to be, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would lead them and direct them, Father. I just pray, Lord, for their needs, for their prosperity, Lord. Lord, that you would just be abundantly in their life, Lord, in every way, Lord. Lord, I just pray, Father, for, for your will to be done in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Amen. Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, and one more prayer, Sammy. Sure. Can you pray for my cousin Ricky? Because he's very bad from the cancer. For God, they healed that cancer. They said all his organs was failing, but as far as I know, he's doing okay. Father, we pray for Ricky. Father, 
It comes under the authority of Jesus Christ. It comes under, Lord, that authority, the, the authority that's in the name of Christ. Lord, there is no more powerful name than Jesus Christ. There is no greater authority than your authority, Lord. And I pray, Father, that you would rid him, Lord, of the sickness, of this disease, Lord. I just pray, Lord, for his for his recovery, for his healing, Lord, that there would be a glorious testimony, Lord, for your kingdom, for your power, Lord, that your power would be seen and known, Father, through this healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, Father. God bless you, Jeremiah. Thanks for the call. Uh, Let's go back to our next caller, and we're going to talk to, let's talk to Gary. Hi, Gary. Hi, Sam. How are you? Doing well. How are you doing? How can we pray for you tonight? Well, I've been uh, been having a difficult time, uh, especially at at night um, when I'm trying to uh, go to sleep. I, I just can't um, I just can't go to sleep without uh, you know taking some type of um, uh, medication or something uh-huh. like that to uh, you know put me to sleep, and uh, and sometimes I I uh, when I drowse off and go to sleep and then I lay down turn the light out then I'm I wake up again so I mm-hmm. I and I go to the word and I'm uh you know read read the bible then to try to put me to sleep in God's mm-hmm. word and it's and eventually I do but it may be you know yeah, it's, you're having a tough time. In sure, the sure. Yeah. Well, Lord, and uh, it's been going on for the last uh, since actually September 21st. So, yeah. um, and I I never had that situation before. So, I just I don't know what's going on, but well, the Lord I, knows. The Lord knows, Gary, and yeah. we're going to bring that before the Lord now. Father, we come before you, Lord. Lord, there's there's a need in Gary's life, a need for peaceful and restful sleep. And I think of your word that says, be anxious for nothing, but in all things, through prayer and supplications, make your request known unto God. Lord, we come before you, and we make our request known unto you. Lord, that Gary would be able to sleep peacefully. That he would be able to get to sleep, Lord, easily. I remember your word says that when we pray, when we pray, with thanksgiving, Lord, that the peace of God will guard our hearts and our minds. So I pray, Lord, that your peace would be upon Gary, that you would guard his heart and his mind, that you would free him from anxiety and worry, Lord, that whatever is making this problem happen, Lord, that you would take authority over it, Father, and that you would cast it out of his life so that he would be able, Lord, to find restful sleep, refreshing sleep, Lord, and when he would, that he would, that he would sleep through the night, Lord, and wake afresh in the morning, Lord, with your praises upon his lips, with a grateful heart, Lord, thanking you for all that you do, because you are a faithful God who hears our prayers, Lord, and you give rest to our souls. You said, "Come to me, all who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest." Lord, I pray that you would give Gary rest, Lord, that he would find rest and peace tonight as he seeks to sleep. Lord, that he wouldn't need any type of medication, but that your Holy Spirit would be his medication, that your love and your peace would be upon him, and that that love and peace would carry him through the night. And I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you, my brother. Thank you, Sam. Have a great night. And let's take one more caller, and we're going to talk to Ron. Hi, Ron. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Okay, okay Sam. Hi. Yeah. I listen to you all the time. You're doing a tremendous, wonderful job. Thank you. Uh, one of the greatest men on the radio I've heard. And uh, but one thing I, I heard uh, Alex just a little while ago, he was kind of confused. And I was kind of confused a couple of years back myself. I figured that only certain people were, were saved and mm-hmm. wanted to have saved. And no matter if I prayed or no matter what I did, I wouldn't be saved unless, you know, God had it in his mind to save me. And uh, I didn't know if I was saved or not, so I didn't even accept, uh, 
you know, sinner's prayers or anything like that. Because mm-hmm. I, I didn't I didn't know if it was going to do any good. And I think Alex had the same understanding tonight. He didn't really know that he would be saved. He was wondering how to be saved. And uh, I think he still ended up not knowing that he only has to pray to Jesus Christ, give his life to Jesus, and, uh, and you know, keep the components that God has in the Bible, and he'll be saved. But he didn't understand mm-hmm. that. He just figured, oh, certain people were, were saved, and, 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 and he wasn't one of the ones. And, uh, but he was wondering how to be saved. So if he can call back, and you can you know, give him the sinner's prayer and, sure. and all that. Sure. Well, you know, you know, Romans tells us, Ron, that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, you shall be saved. For with the mouth you confess and with the heart you believe. And Alex, if you're still listening and you want to give your life, if you want to give your 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 life to Christ, if you want to be saved, then call back and I'll pray with you and I'll lead you in the sinner's prayer. But that's all you need to do is believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is, is the Son of God, that he died for you, and that he rose on the third day. And confess him as your Lord and Savior, and you shall be saved. Jesus said that you must be born again. You want, If you want to be born again, then believe in Christ. And you know, God hasn't condemned anyone who has received Christ. God receives you. He predestines you. He elects you. He chooses you according to what you choose. Have you chosen Christ? Have you received Christ? And you know that's the that's the that's the whole basis of everything when it comes down to salvation. Have you re- received? Have you accepted the gift of salvation? You know God accepts you on the basis of what you have accepted. If you've accepted the world, then you get the world. If you've accepted Christ, then you receive Christ. If you receive the world, you get all the things that go with the world. And that's uh, a separation from God and condemnation in hell. And if you receive Christ, then you get everything that, co- that, 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 that comes with receiving Christ. And that's an eternal relationship with the living God who loves you and gave himself for you on the cross. So on that basis, God chooses you. I believe. Okay? Okay. Sam, you're a true yeah. disciple of God. Thank you, my brother. And, Thank you, Ron. Uh, I know, I know uh, Alex is going to be saved now. Thank you, Ron. God bless you. Thanks. God bless you, too. Good night. Good night. You know, it's there's no greater subject, there's no more important subject than salvation and what true salvation is. And, you know, yes, God is sovereign, and he can do whatever he wants, but he's also just and he's also holy and he's also kind and he's all he is loved the bible tells us i believe it's first john that god is love god doesn't just love god is love and he couldn't do anything that wasn't fair that wasn't uh you know that wasn't i don't want to say fair fair is the wrong word god couldn't do anything that isn't just and he's not going to just uh, uh, condemn people to hell for no reason. And he's not going to receive people in heaven for no reason either. God isn't capricious. He doesn't make choices just on a whim. God has thought everything out. He's worked everything out for our salvation. And it's up to you to choose if you want to be saved. If you want a relationship with God, if you want a relationship with Jesus Christ, you know, the Bible tells us that uh, I put before you a choice today. What are you going to choose? He says, I would that you choose life. He says, There's blessing and there's curse. There's the blessing and there's a curse. And God desires that you would choose the blessing. And the blessing is to have a relationship with him, to be saved. So, Alex, I hope you'll call back, and I hope that uh, you'll give us the opportunity and the privilege, the honor, to pray with you to receive Christ. You know, we're starting 
the book of First Corinthians on Friday nights. And, you know, Paul, uh, Paul spent a year and a half in the city of Corinth. And he was with these people for, for 18 months. He got to know who they were. He got to know their lives. He got to know their families. And he planted a church there in Corinth. But after he left, he started to hear some stuff. He started to hear some bad reports about the church. Yeah, there were problems in the church. And the Corinthians even knew that there was a problem. And uh, Paul tells us that they sent them a letter. And in that letter, they asked him questions. So Paul writes to the Corinthians. That's what prompted this, this the, the, the writing of the of 1 Corinthians. And, and 1 Corinthians is really a letter of correction and a letter of rebu- rebuke. But remember, Paul loves these people. They are his brothers and sisters. They are his children in the Lord. He, he, he went and he preached to them. He was the first one who ever preached in the city of Corinth to preach the gospel. And he knows them. He knows their lives. He spent time with them. And he loves these people. And he wants their best. But he needs to make some corrections. He needs to, 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 to really lay it on the line with these people who are living in, 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 the, in the city of Corinth who are a part of the body of Christ, and they are the church. And look what, it's, look what Paul does even in, in the opening of his letter. He says, Paul, called as an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, and Sosthenes, our brother. You know, Paul is reminding him, these people, he's reminding the Corinthian church of his authority as, a, as an apostle. He's saying, I'm an apostle. I've been called by Jesus Christ. He, he, he didn't, he's not telling them that, you know, hey, I chose to be an apostle. No, he's saying I was called to be an apostle by the will of God, by the will of God. You know, he's reminding them that, hey, look, you know, I was on the road to Damascus and I was persecuting Christians and God knocked me down. He knocked me down to the ground and he called me to follow him. He called me as an apostle. So Paul's reminding them of his authority. But he also goes on to say in the second verse, he says, to the church of God which is at Corinth, to those who have been sanctified in Christ, saints by calling, with all who in every place call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and ours. You know, I love this because Paul is reminding them of his authority and his place, and then he's reminding them of their place. And who they are. He says, to the church of God, which is at Corinth. He's writing to the church at Corinth, the body of believers in Corinth. He says, you have been sanctified. You have been sanctified in Christ. You guys have been sanctified. You've been made holy. You are saints called with all who in every place call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. He says, we're all one body. We've all been sanctified. We, we've all been called. Everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord, everyone who calls upon the name Jesus Christ, everyone who calls them their Lord, we are together. He says, to, uh, uh, to the saints by calling with all who in every place on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and ours. Their Lord and ours. We are all together living under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. So he's reminding them of who they are. They have a place in the body of Christ. They are the body of Christ. He's reminding them that they're sanctified. He's reminding them that they're called. He's reminding them that they're not alone. We are all together in this. And what does he say in the third verse? Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. He's saying you have grace and you have peace. And if you notice, whenever you read anything like this, when, when, when grace and peace are in the same sentence, grace always comes before peace. You can't have peace with God unless you have grace. You know, we were just talking about with Alex about salvation. You know, without, without salvation, we're against God. We're at at war with God. We're, we're, there's a constant enmity between us and the Lord because we're going one way and he wants us to go the other way. We're going towards the world. We're going towards the flesh. 
we're we're running to sin and he's saying no no don't do that turn around repent and run the other way run from sin and t- t- towards me come to me so there's a constant enmity between the saved and the unsaved and God but when you're saved when you come under the lordship of Jesus Christ when you've given your life to God he gives you your he gives you his grace his forgiveness he gives you unmerited favor you don't deserve it we don't deserve it and that brings peace between us and God we have peace with God through the grace of Jesus Christ so grace always comes before peace you can't have peace without grace and Paul goes on and says I thank my God always concerning you for the grace of God which has which was given you in Christ Jesus that in everything he's telling now he's telling him something in everything you were enriched you were enriched in him you were enriched in your relationship with Jesus Christ you were enriched in all that he's given you in speech and in knowledge and as the testimony concerning Christ was confirmed in you so that you are not lacking in any gift. He says you're not lacking in any gift. You're so enriched. You've been so blessed in your speech and in your knowledge of Christ. You've been so blessed in the power of the Holy Spirit. It says you're not lacking in any gift, awaiting eagerly the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will also confirm you to the end, blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful through whom you were called into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ. Paul begins his letter by acknowledging their knowledge. He acknowledges the knowledge of Christ in their life, the spiritual gifts, the power of the Holy Spirit in the church. And he goes on. He said, and now he's, he's, he's getting to, 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 to his letter. He says, I exhort you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all agree and that there be no divisions among you but that you be made complete in the same mind and in the same judgment. He's exhorting. He's encouraging them that they would put away their petty differences, that they would put away their divisions, and that they would all agree and that there would be no divisions among them. What's dividing you from your brothers and sisters in the Lord? What's keeping you from church what's keeping you from a closer relationship with God a deeper walk with God he's calling you he's exhorting you let there be no divisions let there be no strifes let there be no quarrels but let we would think that we would all agree and that there would be no divisions that we would be made complete in the same mind and in the same judgment you know we need to believe according to his word we need to believe according to his teaching, his doctrine. We need to believe in the same Lord Jesus Christ. Let's put away our petty differences, our petty divisions, and let's truly seek the Lord for what he wants to do. You know, there's so much more to our study, but we don't have time to go through it tonight. If you really want to get the full study that we do, come out Friday nights and join us for prayer and worship. Come out and join us as we as we go through the Bible, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. We're going through 1 Corinthians, chapter by chapter, and verse by verse. Come out Friday nights at 8 o'clock and join us for prayer, worship, and the Word. And we'll, we'll, we'll get through the whole chapter together. Well, as you can tell by the music in the background, we're out of time for tonight. I hope you enjoyed the program. I hope you had a chance to pray and seek the Lord with us tonight. We'll be back here next week, hopefully if the Lord wills. And we'll join you again. I hope you'll join us next week for the Gypsy Christian Hours. God bless you and good night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.